Blog Talk Radio. about particular candidates depending on which district we're calling and just make sure they're getting out to vote. Oh, good. That's a good idea. So are you calling districts all across the state? We're calling targeted districts um, across the state. And, um, you know, tonight we're um, we're in Bristol. Um, We're doing Meriden, Groton. Um, you know, we're doing communities where we've endorsed really strong labor candidates um, who can, you know, the goal here is to get really strong pro-worker, pro-union uh, people elected to the General Assembly. So, you know, the conversations are much more about the, you know, the local General Assembly races than they are any of the national stuff. We're, we're really focused on making Connecticut more worker friendly. That would be great if we have you, have you got have you got any of the uh, 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 speak or any of the you got you got any, you got whatever the uh, dialogue is you want to mention it on the air how we converse with the members when we call them yeah yeah what do you what yeah do you oh yeah it? yeah 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 we um, you know introduce ourselves and you know some people with phone banking it can be a, you know as with and we've been knocking on a lot of doors too. Um, you know, I introduce myself, my full name, and, you know, say I'm with AFSCME, we're calling, you know, again, we're calling all different AFL-CIO union members, so I could be talking to a machinist or a firefighter or a plumber, um, but I introduce myself and just say that, you know, we're calling on behalf of uh, candidate X for job, state representative and candidate Y for Connecticut general, uh, for state senate, and um, do you uh, intend to, um, uh, our union is supported, uh, has endorsed these candidates. Do you think you'll be voting for them? And we try to get, um, 
you know, we, it's, so it's actually more than just, you know, saying, are you going to vote? We want to be able to work. We have a whole system with the AFL-CIO where we're tabulating. Are they likely voters? Are they unlikely? Or are they undecided? So we try to rate them and then, you know, we keep it short and don't um, keep them on the line too long, but really try to figure out if they're voting for the endorsed candidate and then, you know, wish them a good night. Are you, are you finding uh, a lot of Connecticut uh, people are, are uh, early voting? No, no. Uh, most folks are um, doing it next Tuesday. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Now, I'm a, I'm a I mean, some of, yeah, some of us have, have, have talked to people who said they've voted, but I think, you know, the majority of folks are doing it next week. We're going to see what else comes out, for God's sake. There's so much stuff, my God. Oh. Uh, Oh, well, that's why I say it's it's not really worth having. You have, you know, first of all, I'll be straight with you guys. You're lucky if um, in this day and age of cell phones, you, it's not, we don't have cell phone numbers and you can't call people cell phones. So the issue is, um, you know, you're calling their home phones. You know, you're going to, you know, it's hard to get people to pick up. So if you're, you know, if you're going to get a, somebody at, on the phone, you know, at night, you know, you don't want to keep them on the line and, uh, quite frankly, getting into a national discussion is going to, you know, potentially be, you know, sort of alienating because yeah. they're already getting information. Um, so. And unfortunately, when you when you talk about home phones, most of the people are over fifty. I don't think yeah. I know anybody who's young that has a home phone anymore. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right about that. Um, but you know, and again, no secret. Obviously, we've had some spirited discussions ourselves about the fact that you know. We, we know that there are Trump voters out there. We know there um, and so on, and there may not be total enthusiasm for Hillary Clinton. So, um, you know, common sense is, you know, we've really where we can have impact is to get a change of attitude and culture at the General Assembly. So that's why our, our focus is really, you know, you have so little time on the phone to begin with. Um, there's no point kind of wasting it talking about the national race. Yeah, I think it's good true. to pay attention to uh, the local, the local yeah. um, people in your state and in your town. I think that's yeah. most important because that's really what affects most of us. And, well, and uh, the AFL-CIO, oh. yeah, they, the Connecticut AFL-CIO is this really amazing program, too. Like I said, we're, you know, we're writing down, are they, you know, a one or a two? Um, are they undecided? and the, the, there's a real science behind it because um, they're looking at the data so that on election day, um, if we're making calls to people, that, you know, we don't want to call a member like 10 times, a union member 10 times. You know, if a person said he or she's voted or they're going to vote and they're going to support our candidate, you know, you want to leave them alone. You don't want to make repeated calls. Yeah, you are. Or asking, do you need a ride or, you know, that kind of stuff. Right, right. and then that's the other thing. So, um, you know, so... This national race, the presidential race, has been crazy. So the best thing we can do is remind people about what's happening locally. So is there any one particular issue that seems to come up when you talk to people? Yeah, we have been talking. We've been talking to people. When we talk to our members, you know, you keep it very general on the phone. Um, I will say to you, you know, I've done and I've done very little but my colleagues have done a lot of uh, and we recruit a lot of our members who are doing this you know they're doing door knocking on the weekends right um and you know when you get a chance to talk to somebody um I love to pull out a flyer we have about the um 
Uh, Senate and House Republicans sponsored a bill, HB 5057, to end um, pensions and destroy health care for state employees. The bill didn't go anywhere, fortunately. But, um, you know, if they take over, that's the kind of stuff that they'll have and that they want to end, you know, municipal and state employee collective bargaining. So I think and, and that's a good way, too, around the fact that if I knock on the door of somebody who say is a Trump supporter, a union member who's a Trump supporter or whatever, um, you kind of shift the conversation and pivot it to um, you need to support candidates who are going to, you know, who are going to support your right to a union and your benefits and your hard earned pension. So that's been an issue that's been sort of helpful to us um, is to talk about like specific votes, you know, specific things that have happened to the general assembly where they've tried to take things away. Uh, Lyle, you'd be interested. We um, were door knocking. Um, I didn't do this, but um, our members did up in Northeast Connecticut. There's a state rep, Sam Belsito, a very right-wing Republican House representative member, and he called pair of professionals babysitters. This oh, year. my. And we had a... We uh, actually had members testifying on a bill to uh, mandate, you know, um, training time and release time for Paris so they can get up to speed on training and not suffer, you know, the pay loss of that training. And in that course of that testimony, he called them nothing more than like glorified babysitters. So we use that like we use that in in our calls and our um you know, outreach um, in in the town uh, area where he's the he's the rep. So, you know, you try to just tailor it to what might matter to people that you're talking to. How insulting! Yeah. I mean, how yeah. insulting to hardworking yeah. people. It's not an easy yep. job. Let me tell you. God, no. no, that's but, why I figured you you take particular offense. You know. I do. I yeah. take take great offense to that. He obviously hasn't been in school to see what. Our paraprofessionals, no. they work done hard, let me tell you. But anyway, he's a, he's a crotchety old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time but, for him to get out. What, what yep. is, so what, what does it look like to you in the uh, overall, um, you know? I think, you know, the, the national stuff, who knows? You know, I think we're going to be, I think we're getting a lot of positive feedback. You know, and again, we're only calling our, our fellow union members, so I don't want to pretend that that speaks to the general trends but um you know the the Connecticut Business and Industry Association has spent over $500,000 targeting some really good legislators who are um consistently pro worker one of them is the senator from Meriden uh, Dante Bartolomeo who's um yeah. she's been a really good uh person representative up there and um I think we are absolutely um going to knock off the jerk that's running against her who's this you know crazy right winger who she beat in uh, 2012 to get the seat and he's run against her last time and lost and I think he's going to run against her this time and lose so um so I think that in the guys, end hmm? we got a bunch of guys up in this area too that are um we got uh, Brian Oler he's uh, a Republican mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, he's an independent, actually. He's, well, he's, he's running on the, Repo- Repo- on the Republican yeah. ticket. And then, and then you got this guy Risco, who's a Democrat. Yep. And then you, uh, then there's some guy Lawson or something, which is he, he's kind of, he's conservation guy or something, and um, which is kind of interesting. But uh, yeah. they're all running state rep or senator too. But uh, what what's your opinion of those guys? Any anybody up uh, from the this area of the woods? 
There are. There's some good people, and it's not quite your. I mean, Torrington Michelle Cook is. Uh, she's the current incumbent rep, and she's been very good. She helped save the Department of Social Service office in Torrington when she really single-handedly led the charge to keep it open when Malloy wanted to close it down. Um, we did endorse Riska. Um, there's a guy running for state senator, uh, for state rep, Tom Chick, who is very good. Um, uh, a guy named Ken Gucker. Um, yeah, this is up closer to like Danbury, Newtown area. Um, yeah. So, you know, there, there's some interesting new faces. I just think it's very hard. It's generally, you know, it's, it's hard to unseat incumbents. Yeah. How about Hartford? Any any hope for that city? Any good people running from there that you, that poor for, city for, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we, we have state reps who are, are watching the situation with the potential bankruptcy, but, you know, the municipal elections are a year away, and um, who knows what's yeah. going to happen. But, yeah, very difficult to predict. I'm, you know, I'm really worried that we're looking at a, you know, a Detroit-type situation there um, yeah, where they're going to take it out on the workers. Yeah, yeah. bankruptcy, I, I don't know. Yeah, this new mayor they got, he, he seems like he's trying like hell. Uh, to keep the place alive, but um, right, right. Um, but at the same time, you know, he initially won. Yeah, and he inherited that. Like that wasn't his fault. Yeah. A little bit of corporate welfare. That that was, you know, um, he walked into that mess. But at the same time, he, you know, he did immediately call for a legislative oversight, which is, you know, not something we support and think is wise. So um, it really speaks to the problems. You wind up getting that insurance company to pick up the tab and finish it by next year sometimes. So that, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. But, well, you know, so I think that you'll see in 2017, I think you'll see some stuff, <laughs> yeah. and that probably won't be, probably won't be pretty. No, probably I, not. I not. would be, I'm, I don't have a good feeling about that whole thing. But it's terrible. The I mean, goes. No, uh, and the tendency is to blame the workers and, you know, not find other solutions and, um, you know, we're looking, we're going to do our part and they're trying to do our part, but, um, you know, and, and one of those things is to get the, um, is to streamline the health insurance costs and see if we can't get them onto, you know, the state partnership plan that would save a lot of money. Um, but, you know, Hartford is isolated and, you know, surrounded by all these wealthy suburbs. There's a lot of, yeah. you know, a lot of forces at work that make this thing hard. Don't you guys, doesn't the unions get hit in uh, this coming year with the Obamacare? The Cadillac? Yeah, don't they, don't they start? Ne- well, that was, um, we actually lobbied. I, that, yeah. that has been, I think, uh, it's not happening, I believe, till 2018 or 19. They pushed and, it back. Um, yeah, and, you know, it is a concern. But, you know, I think the bigger concern is that, you know, we need national health care. Um, you know, Obamacare was an effort to, you know, compromise. And it's, you know, to the extent that it's having problems, it's because it, it ought to be a single-payer system. Absolutely. I mean, I'm in favor of that. I think it just makes sense. I mean, that's, that's what Medicare is. It works. Model it on that and move on. Exactly. But, you know, they, You're right. Exactly. All the pharmaceutical companies involved, and they sure, made it so complicated. Sure. I wonder if, even up to this time, if anybody has ever really read that bill. <laughs> Probably not. 
Um, yeah, well, I think, you know, I think the people who opposed it, (laughs) the people who opposed it, who opposed it, read it and have found ways to make it not work. So they're, they're pretty crafty. Well, Larry, I I know I'm getting past your, your hour here. We'd love to talk to you more too, if you got a minute, but um, yeah, yeah, I got a couple minutes. Oh, Oh, okay. You're all right. Good time. So, so what, what's your prediction for the future here? What do you, what do you think? uh, I mean, as far as unions, uh, nationwide, um, well, yeah, it's look, it's hard. I think we can salvage, uh, even get get it through even a Trump uh, uh, administration. Yeah, I, I'm always of the opinion that um, when when the boss at whatever level is against you, it's a it's a good organizing tool. And I'm not going to be putting my head in the sand. You know, um, you know, we're we are we're organizing. Um, you know, the unions are. Uh, getting new members, um, we've got to look at some creative things to do. But I think if in a scenario where Trump wins, I think uh, we just dig in and fight harder. And um, if Clinton if Clinton wins, we dig in and fight harder. <laughs> that's that's so my opinion. I, I really think that it would be a, a, a not not so much a polarizing, but more of a, um, a, a hardening, you know, yes. uh, union. I think I think an organizing kind of effort would be would be really great, because uh, depending on how he folds, you know, if he if he goes right. with unions and save jobs and all that stuff and uh, keeping he won't though, yeah, he won't. He probably um, won't. But, but who knows? Who knows what he's going to do? Uh, that's my, if he, that's yeah, if he becomes elected. Yeah, my only my only hope for for what he's saying is that uh, small businesses get a get a shot, you know, to to rise because basically that's. But, right. Uh, he, but to do years. that, you gotta you gotta get away from the corporations, and he's not willing to do that. So that's why, you know, I'm skeptical. But I agree with you in principle. You know, the concept. You're absolutely right. I think if we can get that part of his uh, get, plan, get, I like. Yeah, get that. Get uh, the infrastructure going. Get the building the walls, building building everything. Yeah. You know, and, and I think right. that. that the vision would, but the would part really, that, really enhance a The lot. part I don't care for is he doesn't seem to have any understanding of education at all. No. You know, he, yeah, he, he doesn't have an understanding of much. Don't, and don't forget, he's not exactly, you know, he inherited great wealth. He's, you know, mm. um, he's pretty much been a jerk in, in, in every capacity. <laughs> he's, he's demonst- I mean, I think he's, he's kind of sociopathic. So um, I, I, I think trying to find positives is, Probably the point was exercise, but um, look, in the end, we fight, and we'll Phil, always fight. Well, I'm so scared of this Hillary, this Hillary nightmare that you know, I, I, I just think, oh, did you hear that? Uh, even uh, uh, Chris Matthews uh, uh, went for Trump. Oh, did, I hadn't heard that. I had not yeah, heard that, but. yeah, I was shocked. Chris Matthews, yeah. of all people, you know, endorsed Trump in the last uh, yesterday. On his yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I didn't see that, but I saw it. It was it was quite surprising. Yeah, the next one I'm yeah. wondering if Rachel Maddow is gonna gonna endorse him. You know? Well, yeah, right. Now. Then the world's really upside down. Hey, yeah, I hate CNN, to do this. Yeah, CNN is, is like yeah. you know they just let uh, go of Donna Brazil yeah. there, and, now, and uh, yeah. I, I tell you, they're, they're, we'll they're, they're well, well let's get uh, let's get back together when uh, after the election we'll do a little. I'm looking greatly forward to that, Larry. Yeah. But in the meantime, Good. I know I have a lot of work to do with the local elections. Yep. And 
where yes, we can make a real you. difference. Yeah. Sounds good, and let's 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 talk soon. I got to get back on the phone so I can go home, but um, I want to <laughs> talk to you, and we'll see what happens after election. All right, take care. Great, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you. Welcome. That was Larry Dorman, uh, Public Affairs Coordinator, Council for yeah. in Hartford. Uh, it's actually New Britain, Connecticut. Yeah. I always say Hartford, uh, New Britain, Connecticut. So he does a good job. He's always out there fighting and trying to fight for working people and union people. Yeah, we're glad to have one. Yeah, 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 yeah we, we've been. They uh, do a lot of good work in this state. They have worked I, you so know what, hard. You know what he said, which was really interesting to me? And I thought about this, and I, I even mentioned it to him uh, uh, last year? month, or yeah, when we spoke to him last month. But I, I, for some reason, I felt that the Trump, uh, having Trump uh, in administration, kind of thing, uh, will will uh, reinforce the values of unions. I hope so. You know what I mean? And I don't think I, you know. He he was always uh, Trump was always a supporter. He he always said, "Look, I I, I like electricians," and uh, he said, "I've always spoken with." I don't know like, about that. You no, know, these were all the people that, that worked That's for him. That's what and he says. But I so I I can't believe that he's totally non-union, but you know and and all that crap. But but we'll see. But. That's if he but gets that, elected. But that's part, yeah, exactly. If he gets elected, and he'll see what happens, which I think he will. If he gets but, elected, um, there'll probably be um, people will vote more Democratic on Well, the I'm other thinking of it. He'll probably However, wind up with a Democratic if, if Hillary, Congress. Yeah, if yeah. Hillary gets elected, they he'll will vote Republican, Republican exactly. in, the, in the House and the Senate. That's, that's right. what I think will happen. Now, so, we did that we, well, when Obama became president. They voted for a Republican uh, uh, Congress. No, well, he actually yeah, well, and he actually had a Democratic Congress when he first took office. Then it changed and it swung to the Republicans. Oh, I, well, I thought. And they didn't know, and they didn't pass oh. anything. Oh. If you remember, yeah, he, they know. had the advantage, and they didn't take advantage of it. And are, you, that, are you sure? Mm-hmm. They, in a way, they have it. I didn't think they did mm-hmm. well, because they, they had it in '06. No, but, when he came in. Well, when he came in, they, they had, had 010. No, the, the, the Democrats no. had 06. The Democrats won 06, all right? But by but then in 210, all right? No, Leo. In 08, rather, no. the, the House You're going to have to look You're going to have to look it up. And then in 10, the House changed to, to, to Republican. But in his first part of his administration, it was, it was Democrat. But he got nothing accomplished. He got, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah, he, got he got nothing accomplished. He put nothing forward. He tried to get through that Obama. He got through the Obamacare thing, but which wasn't, oh, man. Which he, which yeah. he didn't do much with, really. No, he, he could He let the do. pharmaceutical companies write it. And the insurance companies. That's you know, right. Right, uh, right. Uh, uh, so he had an opportunity for his mantra, hope and change. He dashed hope, yeah. and we had very little change. That's and then... He could blame it all on the yeah, Republicans after that. He increased the Iraq war. He increased all this stuff. And no, I have, uh, yeah, I have no. Blah. I'm sorry. I think he he's one of the worst presidents we've had. Yeah, he bailed out all the banks. And he, just a I found that to me, yeah, he was one of the worst presidents we've had. It really he had, a, he had really, a lot of opportunity, really, really and he took that opportunity and he dashed it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Levera, my uh, my old mentor there. The, uh, uh, <laughs> well, well, stop 
laughing until people. Well, okay. Yeah. He 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 just sent over this uh, uh, George Jones. He stopped loving her today. Oh, and Daddy. Curly wrote one of the best, saddest love songs ever. Big hit for the possum George uh, George Jones. But it just makes me laugh because we're we're in we're Joe and Joe was Joe was supporting Hillary. Yeah, Joe Libero was the manager for the uh, uh, two hundred three, and he's also uh, operations for uh, you know, uh, Rip up in uh, New York State. New York State, but but he was my old mentor, my old uh, 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 show manager, Lila and I, uh, and uh, <laughs> I thought it was so funny. He wrote this. Let, let's let's do this for a requiem for for uh, for uh, you know for Hillary. Hillary, okay. Okay. So we'll that, play this. This is so funny. Yeah. I think probably that's why he sent it over. I know it is. Yeah, because everybody stopped loving her today. He <laughs> sure got no love today. And nobody got love for Hillary today. This is Joy Joe Levero's uh, requiem for uh, you know George Jones' uh, rendition of she's. He said, I'll love you till I die. She told him you'll forget in time. As the years went slowly by, she still prayed upon his mind. He kept her picture. On his wall. I remember this song. Went half crazy. Around yeah, the uh-huh. He still loved it through it all. We're playing this to Hillary. Hoping she come back. Kept some letters by his bed. It is 1962 He had underlined in red Every single I love
that advocates and organizers on behalf of Democrats could be facing some serious consequences over allegations of voter registration fraud in the state. According to the Philadelphia Inquirer and Daily News, state police conducted a raid on the political office in Delaware County over the weekend searching for evidence of fraud. And they found it. Mm-hmm. The search warrant did, uh, stated the search warrant stated that agents uh, were looking for documents, financial information, and listed employees at the Norwood office of Fieldworks um, LLC. And uh, though the warrant didn't specifically note the exact nature of the investigation, it did explain that the agents were on the lookout for templates utilized to conduct uh, to, to construct fraudulent voter registration forms. As well as completed voter registration forms containing same or similar identifying information, they must have been tipped off to this thing mm. in order to find out. Fieldworks, of course, denied any wrongdoing and insisted in a statement regarding the rate that it had no zero tolerance for fraud. However, it determined to com- comment. It, it declined to comment specifically on the allegations or on which candidate or political groups it worked within the state. Huh. Uh, and it was worth noting that it, this isn't wasn't the first time that Fieldworks uh, had garnered unwanted warranted attention for fraudulent activities, as it got into a bit of trouble in Ohio during the 2012 election. Sure. So th- this group is is noted for you know fraud, fraud fraud yeah. For it's always Dem- in the registration. Yeah, and and it's for the Democrats in this case. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting, but they they busted them. So, did you know that Chelsea Clinton is married to Marvin uh, Mezvinsky, yeah, and Mark Mezvinsky is George Soros's nephew? How convenient! And George Soros is Hillary's largest donor, mm-hmm. uh, thirteen million dollars private. A donor. nasty piece of work. It is fun. And yeah, well, Michelle Obama deletes Hillary Clinton from her Twitter account. Yeah, that really happened, folks. She deleted, like, uh, hundreds and hundreds of any, everything, anything noted on Hillary, okay? Uh, well, she, she doesn't have to worry. It's probably on another server. No, it says, uh, <coughs> Michelle Obama has scrubbed all references to Hillary Clinton from both of her Twitter accounts as new breaks uh, news breaks. breaks that Clinton is under two different FBI investigations involving four FBI offices. Okay, the Flotus account has been wiped clean of all traces of Hillary, and Michelle Obama's verified a verified page with almost six million followers has been scrubbed all the way back to 2013. Whoa! Is Michelle performing a last-minute tidy-up, clearing out the clutter before the dumpster fire of the Democratic? Campaign finally burns out. Probably true. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> uh, but anyway, oh god, it, it just gets better and better and better. So, yeah. So anyway, let's let's move on. <laughs> oh god, this stuff makes me laugh. <laughs> so, oh, you, you said did I say that? One? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have any sound, but there, there, there was a video guy sent me over. It was so funny. It was about it was uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, blowing, blowing breathing, uh, fire. breathing fire, right? On Hillary and, uh, and Hillary burning up, and then and then her giving uh, uh, 
laser eyes and, and he's screaming. And so he's got these little hands. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, he's like so wicked looking. It's, it's really funny. And you got jets flying over them, you know. Chem trailing, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's really kind of funny. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the raid on our house. NYPD just raided Hillary's property. What they found will ruin our life. You know, it was pretty really frightening. Really frightening. And uh, it says here. Uh, You've probably heard by now that the NYPD obtained Anthony Wiener and Uma Abedin's home devices as part of an investigation into Wiener's alleged sexting with underage girls. But the cops didn't stop with them. To their complete shock, NYPD ended up finding and raiding Hillary's property on those devices in the form of 650,000 emails connected to her personal email server. Now her private property is in the hands of the NYPD and the FBI. An NYPD source disclaimed that within the emails on the device, Hillary and Bill are directly implicated in a massive child sex trafficking ring, along with their friend and convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, my God. Imagine that. Holy Christ. It must, uh, it must. It's much more vile and serious than classified material on Wiener's device. The email details the trips made by Wiener, Bill, and Hillary on their pedophile billionaire friend's plane, the Lolita Express. We're talking an international child enslavement and sex wow. ring. Wow, this, this was saved by the NYPD. Jeff Epstein is a three-level... Is a level three. three registered sex offender, and the media ignores the fact that Bill Clinton flew 26 times on Epstein's private jet and allegedly visited Epstein's sex slave island. Now that Hillary has also been directly implicated, the media cannot ignore this any longer. The NYPD source makes specific claims about her involvement. He says Hillary has a well-documented uh, documented predilection predilection for underage girls, and Mr. Wiener could not bear to see those details deleted. This will end up being the biggest scandal uncovered in election history. This NYPD source is claiming Hillary is a pedophile. Whoa, my God. And uh, so anyway, sex rings are popular in all governments, but pedophilia is primarily in British Parliament and Saudi Arabia. And that's why Hillary Rodham Clinton and Bill Clinton love foreign donors so much. <laughs> they get paid in children as well as money. Dig deep and you find it. It's uh, at you. That's frightening, isn't it? Mm-hmm. This is by the, uh, they, this was put out by, uh, who was the subject, uh, politics. No safe spaces. Yeah. Interesting. It's uh, pretty scary. Yeah, it's really, really frightening just to see that. But um, let's see, Connecticut consumers. This this was kind of interesting uh, for Connecticut people. Connecticut consumers. The election is just uh, weeks away. But make sure your candidates and elected officials hear from you, and tell them to stop gas pipelines carried frack gas through the state. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize they were. Did you? That the gas was fracked. I don't know. No, no, that no, no, that 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 they were we carrying this, carrying this fracked gas through the state. Okay. Yeah, they we have pipelines. I so didn't I mean, that. Yeah. how are you to know what kind of where what kind of how or it was, where it is? You where know? the gas came from? It says consumers for sensible energy. 
Consumers for Sensible Energy uh, works on behalf of consumers by promoting responsible energy policies, so on and so forth. But this election year, every member of Connecticut State House and Senate is up for re-election. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Not every one of them. Do you know where the candidates stand on building unneeded and unwanted new pipelines carrying frack gas through Connecticut? Candidates should take steps to uh, ensure that we reduce our over-dependence on fossil fuels and we do not uh, need more gas, which will make it harder to move support renewable and and clean energy in the future. And that consumer should not have to pay a bill, a tax, to build new gas pipelines. I agree with that. Mm. I definitely agree with that. So the article goes on, but um, check this out, folks, because uh, Mm. I wasn't aware that we had uh, a pipeline going through the state. No, I knew that. You did? Yeah, they, we've had that for a long time. Oh, you're so smart, Lila. No, you are so up to date on no. things. My, my God. No, we, we have gas pipelines in this state, and we've had them for a long time. What the gas pipelines are carrying are fracked gas. That's, that's right. what's new. Exactly. But it's not fracked here. It's fracked somewhere else. Yeah. Well, anyway, aside from that, go to Consumers for Sensible Energy. Check that one out. they got a, a Facebook page, too. All right? So, um. Go for that one. Uh, oh, here's something really weird to me because I, I was really surprised. Um, and nurses are part of the FLCIO, right? mm-hmm. but when but it turns out that Hillary uh, called them uh, wingnuts, basically called called them a fringe group oh, really? because, they, because the nurses' union uh, was was supporting uh, Bernie. That's right. Clinton's cut troubles became, as WikiLeaks made public, more hacked emails about the account uh, of ca- cha- uh, campaign chair uh, John Podesta. In one email, campaign manager Robbie Mook urged his uh, staff to attack National Nurses United, uh, which endorsed Bernie Sanders for the Democratic con- uh, nomination, as a fringe and not a real union. Huh. National Nurses Union, in fact, represents 185,000 members and is affiliated with the AFL-CIO. In response, National uh, Nurses Union uh, Executive Director Roseanne DeMauro uh, called the comments a preview of what they can expect in the next four years and a reminder that from day one, the Clinton administration uh, and the NNU or National Nurses Unions, and our allies will need to make our voices loudly heard to advocate for social, economic, and political justice. But, um, you know, they she basically called them a fringe crazy group, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, it's okay. So, let's go from there. And that's not very nice, I thought. This is something kind of fun. Just keep going, please. The free retinal photography. Mm-hmm. Free free rectal photography. Oh, instead of saying retinal. Free, free retinal photography. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Vision, Vision Express. Vision Express in New York, <coughs> New York somewhere. Oh, boy. And, you know, put up this sign that says free rectal photography when it was supposed to be free retinal, retinal photography. It's like, I can't believe they actually put it up there. 
Uh, I was surprised James Wood, James Wood, actually said, "It's truly astonishing that some guy hiding in the Ecuadorian embassy is doing more for truth in this election than all the American press." Mm-hmm. I, I agree with him. That's because the American press is held captive by the White House. Well, it, it's corporate. It's mm-hmm. corporate owned. It's not mm-hmm. White House so much. As well, they have they have somebody from the government in there. In their office, their press office. Yeah. So it's make sure it's government and corporate speak. <laughs> anyway, Iraqi army discovers the U.S. made milit made U.S. made mil- missiles are in ISIS military base in Mosul. And how did they know? Because it says USA made USA right on. USA made. They, 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 yeah, Department of Defense, right there. They found this stuff. They found a lot of it. So. <sighs> Very sad. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago Tribune becomes first major paper to ask Clinton to step down. About that. Yeah, I thought that was amazing. Owned by Queen Elizabeth. It is owned by Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. She's the the major major shareholder. Yeah. This is big. The Chicago Tribune. The Chicago Tribune became the first major newspaper to ask Hillary Clinton to step down down and remove herself from the ticket. If ruling Democrats hold themselves to the high moral standards, say, oh, this thing keeps jumping around, hold it. They, uh, oh, here's a second. Damn pop-ups are all over the place here. Okay, let's try to hold this one here. Uh, They hold... If ruling Democrats hold themselves to high moral standards they impose on the people they govern, they would follow a simple process. They would demand that Mrs. Clinton step down immediately and let her vice presidential nominee, Senator Ted Kame of Virginia, stand in her place. So he's horrible, too. Yeah, that would would be horrible. Democrats should say honestly. um, Just keep your cursor on that. I'm trying, but it keeps popping off, even then. Uh, Democrats should, should say honestly that with a new criminal investigation going on into her events around her homebrew email server from the time she was Secretary of State, God, oh, I can't read That's it. terrible. I, I can't hold it. And it says, uh, She'd be facing a jail term. It's just not a good idea, right? So uh, that, that's what they're saying. Uh, is, if they're asking a question, she's is, sat down, is you know? Uma Abedin a spy? For yeah, Saudi Arabia, she is for the Muslim Brotherhood. She worked with. She was. She edited their their radical paper for twelve mm-hmm. years. Yeah, really interesting. Really interesting. Uh, uh, Hillary Clinton email. This is just a, too funny. I couldn't believe it. I've known Anthony Weiner for a long time and consider him a friend. His impending suspicious suicide will take a heavy toll on me. <laughs> Gold-backed currency. Yeah, that's true. And, oh, 
but uh, I had to send her a happy birthday on that. I shared a wish, Ivanka Trump, happy birthday, everybody. She had her birthday on October 31st. Oh. Yeah. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, okay. This is really strange. $770 million in taxpayer money Obama just paid to renovate overseas mosques. Does that make sense? No. I didn't think so either until I, until I read it. Uh, listen to the to, to, to what it was about. Seven hundred and seventy million dollars. That's right. Barack Obama, John Kerry, and Hillary Clinton aspired together to send nearly one billion dollars to the Middle East to renovate mosques. Imagine that. The United States, oops, the United States government. Okay. Fact, we, we got it here. Let's see if we get the. There is a lot of outrage this afternoon after a government deficit commission suggested huge cuts, including eliminating the interest deduction for home mortgages. It's in an effort to slash nearly $4 trillion in government spending. We investigated some of that spending and found the State Department sending hundreds of millions of dollars to save mosques overseas. It has many taxpayer groups asking why. This 1,300-year-old Egyptian mosque was almost flooded by contaminated sewer water. It and other ancient Cairo mosques and churches were saved from destruction by U.S. taxpayers. Part of a $770 million program to rebuild Cairo's sewer system. The checks are written by the U.S. State Department's USAID program. We're spending money we don't have. This is all, you know, basically on a, a gigantic credit card right now. Millions more have been sent to places like Cyprus. The State Department displays before and after pictures. Well, how about our roads that are all crumbling? Pictures of mosques refurbished with U.S. tax dollars. I think it's very, very hard to explain to the American taxpayer right now who's having an extraordinary time paying their bills and making ends meet. The State Department refused our request for an interview. We wanted to ask why it's using tax dollars to refurbish religious buildings overseas. Well, the State Department did send us an email saying it is fighting Islamic extremism by building relationships with Islamic leaders. But then one former Muslim says trying to buy respect in the Middle East just shows U.S. weakness. And America is not showing its power. It's showing... Appeasement. They're laughing all the way to the bank. Nani Darwish was born in Egypt, but she's no longer a practicing Muslim. She moved to America and has written books critical of radical Islam. She says most of the mosques in Egypt are run by extremists who have ordered former Muslims like herself to be killed. We are building mosques to, to, to issue fatwas of death against uh, people like me. U.S. tax dollars also fund computers and mosques in places like Tajikistan and Mali. Here at this ancient mud-brick mosque, the State Department has provided Internet service along with the computer equipment needed to local imams. Taxpayer watchdogs wonder how the State Department can explain paying for Internet service while Americans struggle through the toughest recession in decades. 
to the average person, this could very well be an insult to them. And with radical websites inciting violence and extremism worldwide, there are concerns that the taxpayer-funded Internet service could be misused. They call us the great Satan. So we're giving them access to really get together against America. Critics say it is time to review funding for all federal programs that don't directly benefit taxpayers. Our spending money we don't have, and certainly we can cut uh, items like this. Well, the Deficit Commission announced that it would look at slowing the growth of foreign aid. Right now, we don't know if there will be cuts in this particular USA program. We will stay on top of it, though, and let you know. Well, there you go, folks. That pretty much says it like it is, you know. Leaked emails reveal Obama is at the root of voter fraud. 
<laughs> Bill Clinton holds massive 50 person rally in Ohio. <laughs> in Ohio, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Have you ever witnessed such small, uh, sad rallies during a presidential campaign? I know I have not. In all my years of witnessing presidential campaigns, uh, and they showed a picture of, of like less than 50 people at his, at his, at, to see uh, what's her name. And also, they're saying that the average crowd for Hillary now is about 300 people. Hmm. Oh, they took that site down, too. They took that one down, Lila. Look, yeah. they can't connect. They, they took that one, that, that feed down. But there, you can go to truthfeed.com and find out and see what uh, they're, they're, they're hacking everything. Yeah. They are hacking everything. Anything anything negative about Hillary on Facebook right now is uh, is hacked. Look, you can't even get on. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, they're flooding it. They're flooding it. Yeah. What do they, what do they call it? Uh, DDDOS DDOS. Um, you know, which is a which is a full out attack on your servers. Mm-hmm. You know? So right now you're gonna see more and more and more of that. Okay, where you're not gonna be able to get to to sites. And you're not gonna. I, I was having a hard time getting to my own site today. Well, it's I, probably hacking. Yeah, yeah, no, they no, they they just it's a it's a server issue. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Well, anyway, folks, we're right to the end of our time. I yeah. hope you have a good night, and we'll yeah, talk well, to you and soon. We, and we thank Larry very much for being yeah, on. Yeah, I know he didn't have much time. Yeah. I wish him all the best and uh, in the world and the uh, AFSCME union, and hope these guys uh, get through this. Uh, to the, these local elections, just because you're not pleased with the national, don't forget to vote in your own local yeah, elections. Yeah, locals, you know. Because that will uh, directly make a difference for your life, and it could change things in the national level. And well. if you like those people and you have like Encourage them, them. You know, stay with them. All right, so, folks, good night. Good night, everybody, and have a pleasant evening, and we'll yeah, talk to you next week. Enjoy the rest week. of your week. Yeah. So good night. What I say? God bless. Yeah. Good night and God bless. Mm-hmm. Yes, Red Skelton used to say that. Remember? Yep, I do. Good night and God bless. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, for some reason, I'm not getting any sound here. That's weird. Sorry, folks. I guess I'm not getting the sound that I wanted on this. Okay. Good night, everyone.